Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Hi, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. We've had a number of different shows that have come about on The Condo Expert since I launched this radio show back in January, and all of it had to do with providing information awareness. And information awareness is not just about The Condo Act. You know, the interesting part is, is that there's a whole world out there that affects condominium owners, condominium corporations. And so much of like different associations out there that could have easily participated, you know, the, uh, in the condo act review were never even asked. They have a huge stakeholder position within condominiums, i.e. security companies, i.e. Um, you know, fire alarm protection services, i.e. the real estate professionals. There is so many, none of them had a seat on the expert panel. Canada's Public Policy Forum was actually hired by the provincial government. They're an independent non-for-profit organization who are supposedly dedicated to improve the quality of government in Canada through enhancing dialogue amongst the public, private, and voluntary sectors. Now I'm reading this. I'm actually reading this right from one of the publications that they have put out. Yet they are the same people that made recommendations and pick and chose, from what I understand, and excuse me if I'm wrong, the participants of the expert panel. I would really ask every single condo owner, please, I want you to look at the list of the participants that were on the expert panel because they are the ones that overruled some of the decisions or maybe agreed with some of the decisions that actually the working party groups put out there. In other words, the working parties were the consumer protection, the financial management, dispute resolution, governance, condominium management. But you know what? It doesn't really, it almost seems as if like, how does a condo owner know that good recommendations that were obtained in the working groups actually found their way in the expert panel when meanwhile, the recommendations that have come through the expert panel seem to be geared towards service-related people. And yes, okay, there might have been one or two condominium owners that could have been partied to that, but that's not called a majority vote. As you know, when you have a condominium, when you're a condo owner in a condominium, Basically, what ends up happening is, is that approvals are made based on majority vote, correct? So the majority vote comes to the table. So in other words, you could have two board members who had a phenomenal idea. It's going to save you money. They're honest, full of integrity. They understand the problem that, you know, increasing maintenance fees is, is maybe creating to that condominium. But unfortunately, with all the heart and soul that they put into their decision-making process, they can be shot down. And why? Because they don't carry the majority vote. And the other three people on the board 
they do carry the majority vote. So what happens is all of these good things could be shoved right under the carpet because of who sits on the majority decision-making process. So did that happen in the Condo Act Review? That's what I'd like to know. And that's what I put out there to all the media, all the press to research it and see whether or not there wasn't a conflict of interest, because I believe that there is. Without a doubt, there's a conflict of interest in what happened with the expert panel, with the ministry officials and the public policy forum representatives when they have put together their condo expert panel. You know, is this going to make some people angry? I would imagine so. But this is not about making people angry. This is about doing the right thing for condominium owners. Our provincial government has a fiduciary responsibility. Every one of you MPPs out there who are going to be asked to take a look at the recommendations, I want you to dig deep and decide whether or not this was the answer. Because supposedly this whole structure to put out the review the way it was put out was a new concept that our government chose. And they feel that it's going to be a concept that they could move forward in other areas where they have to improve other acts and maybe where they need more input from professionals. Well, that's fine and dandy, provided that there may not be a conflict of interest of the professionals that they're bringing on board. So if our government now wants to use this as a template to move forward, then we have to make sure that this so-called template is not faulty. You as a condo owner, you need to know whether or not this template is faulty. You as a resident in the province of Ontario needs to know whether it was faulty. And why? Whether you're a homeowner or not, at this particular time, the problem is, is that if this is a template and it is going to be used in more types of reviews and it is faulty, what is that going to do to the average public citizen in the province of Ontario when we're trying to get fair, honest representation? That's the question. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. I hope you're enjoying this. This is incredibly important, so please stay tuned. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. 